I feel the need, the need to record a podcast. Fuck you, you couldn't make it rhyme either. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ninja Nerd Warrior podcast for June 24th, 2022. I am your host, Greg Hernandez, call sign smartass, and along with me as always, Amy Janelle, call sign introvert. What's going on, babe? I'm not, no, 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 don't give me introvert. That's not, no, well, you normally, more creative. Normally you're sober. See, if you if you were right now, see, you're not sober right now, so you're so not introvert. You've had, you've had some extrovert juice. Intro junk? Drunk, intro drunk, drunk revert. Uh, I, and your honor, I rest my case. Shut up. Anyway, we are here to talk about Top Gun Maverick, which we saw two weeks ago. Don't ask me. I have time blindness. We, uh, we saw it the weekend it came out. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on record as saying this movie was better than it had any right to be. This movie, all right, obviously Tom Cruise revising, revising, reprising his role. I can, I have words. Words work good for me. Um, reprising his role as Maverick from the original Top Gun movie in 1985. And I've never felt so old as when I just said that. It's okay, Grandpa. This movie, shut up. <laughs> this movie, okay, for one thing, this movie had a $126 million budget to date taken in $913 million worldwide. I think we can call this a success. Wait, you're talking about Maverick or are you talking about the original? Maverick. What? Yes. Maverick. $126 million budget. $913 million collected worldwide to date. So far, it is the highest grossing movie of 2022. And we we're only halfway through. So I did something I've never done before. Folks, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes... You can actually search for Ninja Nerd Warrior Podcast because I am now a reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes. So um, apparently, if I can get 200 people to follow us, then that actually makes us a credited reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Right. And that way you guys have to listen to the shit I put. But I wrote my first review, and it was for Top Gun Maverick. Here is the review I wrote. Normally, when a sequel to a movie is made more than two decades after the original movie hit theaters, that sequel will usually crash and burn. Because I had to throw a pilot reference in there. But Top Gun Maverick is seriously better than it has any right being. After seeing Expendables, Rocky Balboa, Rambo Last Blood, or basically any Stallone movie where he plays an over-the-hill tough guy trying to recapture his youth, Tom Cruise nails it here better than Stallone ever did. Maverick returns a Top Gun... Excuse me, let me try that again. Maverick returns to Top Gun as a fi- flight instructor who has been tasked with training 12 of the best pilots in the world, only five of which got any real face time on screen, for a mission that Maverick himself is the only one qualified to accomplish. Which makes you ask why he bothered training them in the first place. But can we take a minute to appreciate Bob? Bob was seriously the heart and soul of this movie. But I like Bob. Bob was great. But Maverick proceeded to train his team to pull off a mission that felt suspiciously like the trench run on the Death Star at the end of Star Wars A New Hope. Yep. All while dealing with Goose's resentful son, Iceman's throat cancer, and rekindling his romance with Penny Benjamin, the Admiral's daughter that we heard about in the original, but didn't get to meet because Jennifer Connelly was too busy trying to get her driver's license back then. 
Okay, first off. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I made a joke about Iceman's throat cancer without knowing that Val Kilmer actually had fucking throat cancer. I felt like a dick. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, I guess we should cover the spoiler alert. We're going to talk about the movie. My fault. <laughs> if you're, if you've never watched, if you've never listened to this podcast and you're not prepared for spoiler alerts, sorry, not yeah. sorry. Okay. So <laughs> if we're talking about movies, there's going to be spoilers. If both of us are doing the show, there's a good chance we are not sober. So we're just going to lay that out from here on out. Anyway, when they bring Iceman, when we finally see Iceman, you, you hear his wife talk about how he's doing better some days than others. Um, it hurts him to speak. And then he's talking to Maverick through a computer. He says he, he's seriously just typing everything he says. And so I'm thinking that Iceman's character has throat cancer. I come back later and I watched the Val Kilmer documentary on Prime Video. Check it out if you get a chance. It's really It's good. great. It's it amazing. It's such a great video where they talk about his throat cancer. I have never felt... Okay, I take it back. Only one time have I felt like more of a dick. And that was when I made the um, Carrie Fisher joke on a podcast the day before she died. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, I didn't even air that podcast. I just, I did a, I did a podcast for Solo with my friend Teresa, because she's a giant Star Wars fan too, and Carrie Fisher died the next day, and I just went, delete. You don't even have it? <laughs> I don't have it. I deleted I felt so bad, because I made a Carrie Fisher joke, and then I find out she had a heart attack on a plane the next day, Ugh. and died a few days later, and I went, nerds will crucify me. So, yeah, I just deleted the podcast and I'm talking about it, you know, three years later. Um, Has it already been three years? It's, I think it's been like three years since Solo came out. Yeah. Yikes. But anyway, yeah, I found out about Val Kilmer actually having throat cancer and I'm like, I'm an asshole. Okay, but Val Kilmer's not dead, so I get a buy on this one. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. This movie, I loved it. I thought it was great. You and I went to see it. Was it, it was a midnight showing? Yeah, we saw it pretty late. So I have the entire synopsis here. The movie starts off, Maverick is living in the Mojave Desert, outside your hometown. <laughs> the high desert. And he is testing the new version. I, I love this. He's testing the new version of the old X-Men plane. <laughs> I didn't even think about the that. The old X-Men plane was the SR-71 Blackbird. Apparently, the the aircraft he's testing in this movie, the SR-72 Blackbird. It's the new generation of the old X-Men plane. Wow. I, I laughed. I'm like, oh, this is this movie's already got geek cred. This is great. And then we have Edmir uh, Admiral Ed Harris, who shuts down the program just to be a dick. He basically like, you know what? I want your funding. So I'm an admiral. You're a captain. I'm going to shut your shit down, take all your money for my unmanned... Uh, drone program I this movie has been rewritten three times from what I've heard the script went through like three different rewrites and the original script had Maverick flying against unmanned probes like unmanned predator drones and I went oh this is going to be boring as shit that was 
five years ago? I think it was like five years ago, and I'm like, oh, this movie's going to be boring as shit. And they pulled it twice. They rewrote it. This is the movie we got. I'm like, okay, cool. But you still got Ed Harris, and they're like, here, yeah, this is, this is basically what the movie was going to be. So Admiral Ed Harris shows up to shut the program down, but Maverick's got to be Maverick, and he steals government property. Sorry. She's over here dancing, folks. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going through my notes, and she is dancing to a song that apparently is only in her head. Gotta love ADHD. <laughs> hey, look, squirrel. And so, but yeah, that's basically Maverick steals the plane. So the way this was supposed to go, they were doing a test flight to see if this plane got up to Mach 9. And then after that, it was going to get up to, was it 10? I think that they, in the movie it went to 10.2 or something like that. 10 Gs. They wanted to see if the, if the plane could pull 10 Gs. And they foreshadowed in the beginning, they said, just 10. We just need 10. Bro, we just need 10. And of course, Tom Cruise looks at the number, looks back, looks at the number. He basically said, he it. basically said, you know I'm Tom Cruise, right? <laughs> okay, we got we're pulling 10 G's. Let's see if we can do 10.1. And he gets 10.1. Let's see if we can get 10.2. He gets 10.2. And then his face melts off and that's the end of the movie. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been such a great ending. He goes to pull 10.3 and the fucking plane exploded. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> he ejects. He ends up at some diner on the side of the road in in uh in the high desert somewhere he wa- oh my god this scene was great cuz he walks in the diner and he's still in his flight suit and you've got this i don't know what hillbilly town he was in maybe you recognized it you're from there oh my that god area. <laughs> it's from Adelanto. probably probably Barstow yeah he was okay yeah he was at some roadside diner in Barstow and he walks in his maybe it was needles <laughs> and he walks in his flight suit and everyone's just looking at him like the fuck is this guy? And he walks up to a waitress. He grabs a glass of water, downs the whole thing and says, where am I at? And the little kid says, Earth. <laughs> I laugh so hard. <laughs> that was great. But unfortunately, um, Maverick destroyed a $30 million plane. I've heard that the military frowns on that. Mm. Yeah. You know, you, you can't just steal a $30 million jet, blow it up and go, oopsie. You tend to end up in handcuffs after that. Yeah. Maverick, it, we wouldn't be a movie if we, that's how it ended, but Maverick says, or excuse me, Maverick goes to Admiral Ed Harris, who says, you still have friends in high places. Lucky for you, Admiral Kazansky wants you to go back to Top Gun. AKA Iceman. Iceman. We, Iceman. I will say the picture they have him in the back was badass. He still looked 35 he still had that douchey frosted tip flat top that he had in 1985. I'm like, that was a badass, but he's in an admiral's uniform. So Maverick's old friend, Iceman and Wingman, if you've watched the original movie like we just did an hour ago. Yep. Iceman pulled some strings and sent him back to Top Gun as an instructor. So this is pretty much how you remember everything, too, right? Because, again, it's been three weeks. It's been. Oh, yeah. Everything sounds familiar. It's making sense. I remember. It's still pretty vivid. But I am cross-faded. I, was, I just want to check because, yeah, you are severely chemically imbalanced right now. So I just want to make sure you're still with me. I mean, I'm always chemically imbalanced, so. It's a fair point. <laughs> so, actually, no, at this point, it was Admiral, Admiral John Hamm. Admiral John Hamm from Mad Men. 
Flo's ex ex boyfriend. Yes, Flo's ex boyfriend, and they let him know, Maverick, you've got some friends in high places. Admiral Kazansky has. Why didn't they call him Admiral Iceman? That would have been badass, wouldn't it? Remember the YouTube video we just watched? Why are you gonna introduce yourself <laughs> as your call call sign? It's call, well, no, you can't. You can't. If you introduce yourself by your call sign to civilians, you're a dipshit. If you do it in, to military personnel, you're you're just a pilot. But still, that's a nickname that was given to you by somebody, a bunch of other dudes from your unit to make fun of you for something that you've done. Okay. So why you, would you? All right. You open the door. So I must tell this story. Uh Oh, I have been on the uh, I've been to Miramar. I have been on the Marine base. It's now Marine base. Used to be Naval base where they film Top Gun. And I was talking to a guy who was a Marine Corps mechanic. He used to work. He he puts these planes together, takes them apart, puts them together, maintains them. Dude was a badass. And he was talking about call signs. And I was asking him, I'm like, you don't actually get cool call signs, right? Like, you don't get to pick your call sign. And he looked at me and went, oh, fuck no. He said, your call sign is basically a nickname, something they use to make fun of you. He said, you see that plane over there? And he points to like an, I think, I, I have no idea what it is. I want to say it was like a, an F-22, what I, I believe. I don't remember. But he's like, yeah, that's Gabby's plane. I went, Gabby? Who's she? He's like, no, that's a, that's a dude. Is that, is that his name or his call sign? He's like, no, that's, he, his call sign's Gabby. All right, this is a story I need to hear. And... So basically, the military takes adultery extremely seriously. Very, very seriously. Yes, you can actually be court-martialed for adultery. And so what happened to Gabby was he was under the impression that his wife was having an affair with this enlisted officer. And Gabby confronts the guy for sleeping with his wife. The enlisted officer has no idea who the fuck this guy is or who his wife is. And, of course, Gabby doesn't believe him. Fists are thrown. Gabby got his ass handed to him. This dude beat his ass. And so Gabby stands for got ass beat by enlisted. Because everybody else in his squad made fun of him relentlessly for getting his ass beat by a guy who wasn't even sleeping with his wife. So, yeah, your call sign, there's no Maverick. There's no Iceman. You're Gabby because you got your ass beat. That's, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that we went off on a giant side quest there. Whoops. Yes, but anyway, so Maverick meets his team. He sees right off the bat that part of his team is Goose's son, Rooster. Because, you know, when you pick your call sign, it. my dad was Goose, so I'll be Rooster because, you know, we got to keep it foul. And... Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a horrible joke, but so I'm going to go with it. The look on her face, like she's never been so disgusted in her life. <laughs> and I'm like the dad joke queen. Yeah, so. yeah. So Maverick decides to go to his old bar where we meet Penny Benjamin, uh, played by Jennifer Connelly, who's awesome. I think I think Jennifer Connelly is awesome in anything she's ever done. Even she was in a floating turd like the original Hulk movie with Eric Bana. She played Betty Ross, and yeah, that movie was horrible, but Jennifer Connelly's like, eh, not bad. And Jennifer Connelly, you know, they reunite, and he's trying to be Maverick, he's trying to be suave, and she is not having it at all. She's like, fuck you, I haven't seen you since I was 16, kiss my ass. 
he meets his whole team there, and you have Hangman, and you have Phoenix, you've got Rooster, and you've got Bob. Bob. I loved that he just shows up. They had this... Did you catch the joke? There was a subtle joke there where they're all partying and they're all having a good time. You know, Hagman's shooting pool with Phoenix and, and everything. And all of a sudden they're like, well, this is the whole team. And you hear a voice go, no, I'm on the team too. And everyone spins around and Bob's right there in the corner. And they're like, wait, are you, you're on the team? He's like, yeah. Where'd you come from? I've been here this whole time. Yeah, he's like, I've been here this whole time. I'm a, I'm a stealth pilot. And I laughed my ass off because the stealth pilot just snuck in like a fucking Air Force ninja. I thought that was great. And Bob was just he Bob was Milton from Office Space in a flight suit. Oh, gosh. He that's exactly. He had more depth, though. He did. But he had no more personality. Like Bob was in the back sitting there just like I, 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 I had a I had a red swing line stapler. That was it was my stapler. That was Bob in the he was fucking great. I loved him. But Maverick sees his team. He doesn't talk to him, but he's just like, Oh, okay, those are the guys. And Penny Benjamin has this rule, no cell phones on the bar. And Maverick had a cell phone on the bar. So she rings a bell and says, Hey, this old guy's buying drinks for everybody. And so like, yay, thank you. And then Maverick doesn't have the money to pay for drinks for everybody, which I think is kind of a bullshit rule. You're going to you're going to make the guy buy drinks for everybody and then he doesn't have money. So they throw him out of the bar. And then they show up to pre-flight the next day. They show up their pre-flight pre-flight briefing and the old guy they throw out of the bar. Yeah, that's the new instructor, which was such a callback to the original Top Gun when Maverick meets Charlie, he hits on her. She shoots him down mercilessly. And then you find out the next day, like, yeah, this is the this is the civilian contractor that you're supposed to be uh, uh, listening to. Right. So I thought that was a great callback. But like I said before, he, they're training him for this mission that just reminded me of Star Wars. This was the trench run. They have to negotiate this canyon and then they have to fly up into... Basically, what was an active volcano? They have to hit a vent with two missiles that's only like six feet wide, and then get the fuck out of there before the surface-to-air missiles and the enemy fighters that they made a point of explaining these guys are gonna kick your ass. Like you guys, you guys are fucked. If these guys show up, you guys are fucked. So you might as well get out of there. And at that point, I was like, "Great talk, coach. That's that. Yeah, you're not exactly Phil Jackson on this one, are you? Just you're you're fucked." So all in all, how'd you feel about the movie? I mean, it was very, I thought the mission was the least of the movie. Well, you know, I'm going to come in with my filmmaker. I I want filmmaker brain. Go. (laughs) Um, Cinematically, it was very well done. They, it's definitely a standalone film. Like if nobody has seen the first one, they are able to relate to the characters. It's modernized. You know, there's a lot of young faces that younger people are more familiar with for the new, the new team, if you will. Um, Much like the uh, the ten guy dude bros in front of us, who weren't even a lot on this planet when the first movie came out. Oh my gosh! But they're sitting there just fucking cheering the whole movie. I'm like, that was. Wait, isn't that the same? That's the same movie we went to see where like it was completely empty and everyone just sat by us in the back. No, that was Jurassic Park. Oh, was that Jurassic, Jurassic Park? World? Yes, that's that's our next show. Oh my gosh, <laughs> all these movies—they're running together, guys. 
I'm not complaining. Um, yeah, no, it just, it was really, mm, I, I, I can't really get into like, um, war movies, anything that has to do with a war or a battle or anything like that. For some reason, my brain just does not pick up on this, any subtext. I understand like the basics, but I can't, I just, I can't sit down and go, oh, this is what's happening. So-and-so is pissed at so-and-so and and we're trying to invade their territory and -and so-and-so has this weapon, blah, blah, blah. Um... But this one was very simple. Um, I, I, it did take, it did take a lot in certain moments for me to really connect with some characters in certain parts of the movie. But overall, they did a good job at a quote reboot, end quote, or like a renewal of the franchise, if you will, for a newer generation. I think, as far as that's concerned, that's that's where I stand. They did a pretty good job cinematically the as you put it the war part of the movie not even a big it's the main plot but if you look at the movie as a whole nobody cares <laughs> right it was it wasn't like because you had the drama with goose's son with rooster which i thought was the dumbest call sign ever i i still thought it was funny but you had this whole you had this whole subplot where if you watch the trailers which i do not understand people that go on a media blackout I have no idea how you do that. That's me, honestly, because I, I'm only speaking for me. I'm not going to speak for all those other weirdos that don't like to watch them or whatever they do. For me specifically, if I know that I want to get into the movie more often than, uh, wait, I digress. I'm not digressed. I, I'm lying. If it's, <laughs> if it's, if it's certain movies where like the genre I know I'm going to like, I don't, I don't watch, I don't see anything. I don't want any spoilers because my brain will automatically start guessing what's happening in the movie. So if I know anything that's pointing to the plot or anything like that, my brain will, and I'm like, I don't, I want to enjoy the movie. I don't want to think like I'm working. So, um, but if it's something like, a horror movie or a thriller movie or in this case like something like um like a what would this i guess what this would be action adventure movie right so for stuff like this or um i i have to know a little bit about the plot so that i can give a crap about the protagonist and the antagonist and figure out and that makes it a little bit easier for me but as far as like you know like the avengers or harry potter fantastic beasts or um the downton abbey movie that's coming out I'm so excited. That type of stuff, I don't want to see any previews because I already know the content very, very well. And if I see a preview, I'm going to put together a piece because I'm familiar with the characters. I'm going to be like, oh, I already know what the movie plot is. And then I'm bored and it's a waste of $8 or 13 or 20 Depending if on seeing, what theater we see. Depending it, yeah. on where you see it. But well, what I was getting at was if you watch this movie, if you watch the trailers of this movie, this whole movie was... Goose's son pissed at Maverick. Yeah. You killed my dad. Mm-hmm. And when you watch this movie, you find And Maverick it... severely kissing his butt. Well, not as much, because if you watch the movie, it's not... It's basically Maverick saying, "You, we find out Rooster's pissed, and I, I feel so stupid calling him Rooster, cause, but I can't remember his real name. The uh, Rooster's pissed because Maverick pulled his papers from the Naval Academy. Right. Like, no, you can't do this. And I mean, honestly, that's definitely a relatable character arc where, you know, a it's, young person trying to make something of themselves and trying to get out of the shadows of somebody else. That was pretty much the only real conflict in this movie. 
I mean, Maverick's trying to do what he thought was right. You know Maverick, I mean, we're talking 30 years later, Maverick still feels responsible for Goose. And he's, he even says in the movie, you know, I'm not going to I'm not gonna let his son die, too. I'm not going to get his son killed, too. Right. And we find out that Maverick promised Goose's widow that Rooster wouldn't die. Which would have been a great, I would have loved to see that scene. You know, we, no, have, Meg Ryan, just... we have Meg Ryan on her deathbed and uh, Maverick calling him Rooster the whole time because Maverick never goes by Pete. So why should this fucker go by Rooster? Because <laughs> we find out that all the pilots always call themselves by, by their call signs, even when they're in, you know, civilian company. Mm. Remember, though, he also mentioned that it was um, her, it was her character that asked him to pull the papers, wasn't it? It was something oh God, about it was he no he promised he promised the mom she yeah. said I don't want him to and he said got you and he took all of the, and he still even after that's the right he took the, basically took the heat for it yeah the and mom didn't he, want him in in uh, the naval academy and so Maverick pulled his papers and he took the heat so Rooster's pissed at Maverick why'd you I was hoping I was hoping by by the end of the movie that he would say listen your mom asked me to no. I was hoping he would. No, they wouldn't do that because they were trying. They're trying to make Maverick look like an upstanding guy who's just looking out for his buddy's family because he has that survivor's guilt. So it, it makes perfect sense why they wouldn't have done that. Also, it maintains integrity of people's you know thing. Like I made a promise, but I'm not gonna. Call, I'm not gonna call your mom out and be like your mom's the one that would. It was your mom's fault, you know. Like I let. I it was a nice touch for the writing. So we, I mean, we have this great uh, kind of tension between Maverick and Rooster. We have, um, what, what was it like halfway through the movie? So they have three weeks to train for this mission, right? And then I can't remember why, but for some reason, it's just cut down to two weeks. And right at the same time, Iceman dies. Yeah. We. we the- I was honestly. I felt I feel really bad because I'm not up to date on any of the entertainment news, and I was like, "Did they stop? Did, did Val Kilmer actually die? Did he die? Is that why he wasn't in the rest of the movie? I mean, he was talking kind of funny, but then we saw the thing, and I heard that he was actually sick, and I was like, "Oh, that makes so much more sense now." But yeah, well, the, I was the, really sad about that. I didn't even like him in the first movie. The gossip on this movie, the rumor on this movie, was that Tom Cruise refused to do this movie unless Val Kilmer was part of it. Well, that's cool. Yeah, he did. I mean, they did everything to work around Kilmer's illness. Um, they even brought his son in to do voiceovers because, for those of you who don't know, Val Kilmer is suffering from throat cancer. He's fully recovered, but the chemo and the radiation has destroyed his vocal cords and he's got a stoma he's and he's got, got yeah he's got a tra- they gave a tracheotomy so i mean he i mean the poor guy sounds he even said it in the documentary he said i sound much worse than i feel yeah so but yeah, his, and he's 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 he definitely is that at least for me i think he actually is the same age as like my uncles so i just the way i look at him and watched him in that documentary i really was like anyways we're on a tangent and so we always tangent it's kind of the theme of the show (laughs) but but tom cruise refused to do this movie unless val kilmer was part of it they put this role in and then two-thirds of the way through the movie val kilmer's character dies off and again if you watch the trailers there's a funeral scene in the trailer and i'm going oh fuck are they going to kill Rooster? 
Honestly, that's what I was expecting. I was expecting it to be just like a cookie cutter of the original, but what they, I, it was a nice, it was an interesting twist. Um, I think that that's what makes a good reboot is when you take kind of the same like main core issues and then you just kind of move the pieces around a little bit. What I loved about this one is there wasn't, every every reference to the original was subtle. It was very subtle. They didn't hit you over the head with it. It wasn't like they handed you a big basket of member berries and, hey, remember when this happened in the original? Remember when that happened? Or no. that awkward kind of dialogue where you have to, like, force the explanation of something that happened because you have no other creative way of bringing that into the story. I, uh, that bothers me. Sorry. So, I mean, you, you have to kill somebody off like in this one. It's like Star Wars and then uh, Force Awakens. You had to kill somebody in both of them. This I kind of felt the same way about this. I'm like, wow, you're going full Star Wars. Like, an old returning character has to die. What if What if Maverick died? I thought that was gonna. I thought they were gonna do that. Really? I seriously thought that. I was like, there's no way they're killing Maverick. And then his plane gets shot down. I'm like, the fuck. Yeah, the scene that he gets shot down and then Rooster goes after him. That part, I really was convinced that. Um, one of them was going to go back with a corpse because that's what happened in Top Gun. Like, he's, they go off on their thing and then he's in the water with his buddy, like, sobbing. So I'm just. We, wow. Okay, so before we shoot too far ahead, Iceman dies and Admiral Iceman, sorry, I should salute when I, did, when I say that. <laughs> Admiral Iceman dies and he was Maverick's last ally in the Navy. So you have Admiral John Hamm saying, uh, basically, yeah, Admiral John Hamm saying, you know, he was your only ally in the Navy, right? Hey, guess what? You're fired. So they fired Maverick. Admiral John Hamm takes over the training. Um, Hamm explains that, okay, yeah, we're, we're doing this in a week. We, I know you guys have only been training for one week. We have one more week. We're shortening the training by a week. Oh, and by the way, um, I'm changing this, 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 and this in the mission parameters. And all the pilots are going, you know we're going to fucking die, right? Like, Yeah, he, he extended the time. And basically telling them, you're going to train this he new way. The he ex ex uh, extended the time, raised the hard deck, and all these things that were going to get the pilots killed. And everyone's like, are, are you are you, are you you fucking hearing this? Yeah, and he just acts like it's a suicide mission. Even no Hangman, kill. the Iceman of this movie, the arrogant, good-looking, mm -hmm. very punchable face in this movie, was like, the fuck? Why, why are we doing this? Yeah, you you know how that that that's how death happens, right? Yeah, and, that's how death happens. <laughs> and here's where I lost my shit. So they're in, they're in the 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 briefing room. Admiral John Hamm is telling them, "Yeah, we're extending this. We're doing this. We're doing this." All the pilots are going, "That's gonna get us killed." And John Hamm's explaining to him, "Well, we don't think the mission can be done under the previous parameters." And as he says that. <laughs> Maverick steals his second plane of the movie. <laughs> I was crying with laughter. Oh, that's Maverick, definitely a good part. Maverick stole his second plane of the movie, does the trench run, does the entire mission under the original parameters of the mission. And then pushes past the what is what's the measurement of the uh, 10 g's they had to pull they had to pull 10 g's coming out of that uh, coming out of the the inactive volcano and he just like kept going just kept going oh just keep going I'll just see i'll just see how far i could push it and the next thing you see is is maverick in front of admiral john ham and ham is just ripping him a new asshole 
He said, you disobeyed direct orders, you stole government pop property, you flew the aircraft in a way that it will never be airworthy again, which, holy shit, how, how much, tr uh, how much damage, how much stress do you have to put it on a fighter plane? Well, think about it. If you're going that amount of speed, like, the body itself, the instrumentation could get warped, um, like, sorry, I'm getting all technical. Yeah, but they basically said, well, well that that plane is never flying again and ham says well i have two options here i could court-martial you or i can make you mission commander basically i'm gonna get you killed fucker and i was just like <laughs> son of a bitch wait so you're telling me maverick's the only guy in the navy that can pull this mission off why were we training the other 12 guys uh and so it's Maverick's leading the mission, and he calls Bob and Phoenix on his uh, uh, as his other plane, and he names Brewster, Goose Jr., as his wingman. Maybe that's why they chose Rooster, because Rooster kind of sounds like Goose Jr. That's how I would call him Goose Jr. But, so now, okay, so now we're going into the mission, and this is, this is live combat. This is, we are, it's, it's, it's go time, folks. Mission starts going off. Rooster, okay, and one of the things is Rooster is very cautious. That's one of that's been a, a running theme in the entire movie is Rooster cannot make this mission because he's too cautious. He's not flying fast enough. He's not flying aggressive enough. So Maverick makes him his wingman. I'm like, oh, you're fucked. You are so fucked. Mission goes off almost without a hitch. They blow up the target. As they're getting out of there, here come the surface-to-air missiles and the enemy aircraft. And guess what? They got their asses kicked. And this is where I thought that they made such a big deal about Bob. And I was like, they're going to kill off this poor kid. At that part. I'm like, well, that's why they chose him. Because that has to be the one kid that dies, right? I was expecting Bob to screw up. I was expecting... Because remember, so one plane... Wait, someone was hesitating. Who was hesitating? Because he started to pull back. Was it Rooster? It was Rooster. Right. And then they did the same thing in uh, in the original movie where they put Maverick up in the air after Goose's death and he won't engage, he won't engage, he won't engage. And then when Iceman's about to be shot down, Maverick's sitting there, talk to me, Goose. Talk to me. Which I'm pretty sure if you start whispering to yourself inside of a helmet with a, with a microphone in it, um, Flight Command's going to ground you. Like, I want a psyche eval on this crazy fuck. But <laughs> Maverick's like, and again, this movie, talk to me, Goose. Yep. Talk to me. Brewster did the same thing. Talk to me, Dad. Talk to me. I was yep. like, oh, shit, schizophrenia is contagious. My God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Brewster just throttles it and takes off going faster. They, it was that subtle little, like, nope, won't get in the game, won't get in the game. Fuck it, he's in the game. Yep. We get the air-to-air -air fight, which was intense. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was so intense. It was great. I actually went back. I Okay. I'm, I'm going to admit this. Um, I watched the movie a second time illegally on Showbox. Ooh, yeah. I'm telling. Hey, I paid money for it the first time. And so <laughs> how many tickets did I buy? I bought I bought five tickets. I'm oh, allowed, that's right. I'm allowed to watch that movie and, four more times. Yes. And we had one one that didn't go with us, so that yes. counts. Yeah, okay. so I'm allowed to. I, I took her ticket, basically. I, I recycled that ticket. <laughs> so I watched the movie again on Showbox. That... Um, air battle at the end is just as intense as I remembered. It was great. Oh, yeah. 
But there's this there's this part where a rooster's flying. They've got they've got a missile coming at him. Maverick flies in and takes the missile for him. And it was at that point I'm like, they're killing Tom Cruise. <laughs> that no, you are no, you do not get to kill Tom Cruise in a Tom. Name one Tom Cruise movie where Tom Cruise has ever died. You can't ask me that. I hate Tom Cruise. So <laughs> there's only one movie. There's only one movie where Tom Cruise died, and it was off screen. Interview with the Vampire. That's it. Oh it's the gosh. only fucking. It counts. <laughs> it counts. It counts. It's the only movie uh, with a dead Tom Cruise. And the, he gets shot down, and they're told, return to base. We gotta go after Mav. Return to base. So the movie goes from Top Gun to Behind Enemy Lines. If I don't know if you've seen that one. That one's a fucking great movie. Luke Wilson and no Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, Gene Hackman. Nope. It's exactly what it is. Uh pilot gets shot down behind enemy lines, and the movie is uh, retrieving that pilot. Add it to the list of movies I haven't seen. It's a war movie. It, so I don't know if you'll be into it, but it's a fucking great movie. Is that movie on my list? <laughs> Sorry, I just realized I'm like, that movie is not on, on my list. Anyway, that's what this movie becomes. And we have Maverick, who is face first in the snow. Did we ever see a parachute? Yeah, we did. Okay. Because I don't remember seeing a parachute, and I'm thinking, did Tom Cruise just jump out of a fucking airplane that was crashing to Earth and survive? No, no, they, he, yeah. There was a shoot. There was a shoot. Okay. He gets tracked down by an Apache helicopter. No, doesn't he just crash land? No, he ejects. I'm so confused. We saw the, the, the shot, the first shot that confirms he's still alive. He was face down in the sand, in the sand, in the snow. He was face down in the snow. They pull back on the shot. And I can't remember if we saw a parachute. Anyway. It's Tom Cruise. It's the dude has held onto a plane as it's taking off. I fully believe Tom Cruise can jump out of a plane before it hits the ground. So anyway, and apparently land without dying. Exactly. So yeah. Hey, he did it. Mission Possible Five. So I'm saying he can do it in Top Gun. He's being tracked by an Apache helicopter. He's running. Tom Cruise can outrun. Uh, enemy artillery being shot from an Apache helicopter. Yeah, yeah. There's Honestly. nothing that that short fuck can't do. There, there really isn't. He made Renee Zellweger seem hot. This is these are oh, the powers. Wow. These are the powers oh, of Tom Cruise. Okay. No. <laughs> he outruns an Apache helicopter for a little bit. They catch up. Helicopter swings around. Got him in gun sights, and all of a sudden, the helicopter explodes. And I'm going. Maverick did that with his mind, didn't he? <laughs> Motherfucker. No, here comes Rooster. Rooster shot down the helicopter. So now we have Maverick saving Rooster. Rooster came back to save Maverick. And then Maverick gets, or Rooster gets hit with a surface to air missile. So now they've both been shot down and they're saving stranded, each other. Stranded in enemy territory. Right. Right. So now we are officially top gun behind enemy lines. They head to the enemy, um, airbase which has just been leveled with tomahawk missiles but it's tom cruise god damn it <laughs> tom cruise is going to find the only aircraft that was that without a scratch that he's able to actually that he's pilot. piloted before <laughs> an f-14 tomcat what a lucky guy it's tom cruise god damn it i'm telling you <laughs> 
Tom Cruise Tom Cruise has to be in possession of at least three Infinity Stones. There's no way his movies work unless he has at least three Infinity Stones on him at all times. There's no way. So he finds the only F-14 Tomcat in, in existence. I love that Rooster was just making fun of the plane the whole time. Rooster just like, this plane is older than I am. Okay, let's go ahead and fly this museum exhibit out of the out of here. <laughs> like the whole time he's just he's making fun of it. Explain to me how this plane was fully fueled, fully armed. Right? It was ready to go. The fucking thing hasn't been in the air in 30 years. And the whole thing is just armed and stocked and fueled and ready to go. In enemy territory. In enemy territory. <laughs> it was a plant. And so Maverick steals his third aircraft of the movie. I, at this point, I'm dying. At this point, I'm crying with laughter. This fucker has stolen three planes in the last hour and 45 minutes. He takes off. And again, it's a, I'm going to keep saying it. It's a Tom Cruise movie. Maverick shoots down three fifth gen uh fighters in this fossil that he just stole from the enemy <laughs> and he's he's in trouble he's screwed because he's out of missiles he there's no more shells the guns are empty and he has the last fifth gen fighter bearing down on him fires a missile there's no more flares the the defensive flares there's he he's fucked He's absolutely fucked. And now he's going to get this kid killed. He he has to explain to Rooster where the ejection handle is in this in this aircraft. And Rooster pulls the ejection handle and nothing happens. Apparently, the ejection handle was the only thing in this plane that didn't work after 30 years. <laughs> Here was I a, mean, it ha it had to work out that way. It had to. Here was the part this one was soul-wrenching. This one's soul-wrenching because you have the fifth-gen fighter behind. They fired a missile. It's coming right at Maverick, and Maverick looks dead into the camera and whispers, I'm sorry, Goose. Yeah. Meaning, I'm about to get your son killed. And I was just heart-wrenching. I'm like, oh, my God. But it's a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, and everyone's alive. And one of the Infinity Stones kicks in. And here's Hangman. Ta-da! Shooting down both the enemy plane and the missile. Yes. How the fuck does Hangman shoot down the enemy fighter and the missile with one of his own missiles? And how does he get to them without incident? Yes. Because like, well, they're in enemy territory. They're in enemy air airways, which means he would have had to have fly through their he space. Was, well, he was on standby. No, no. They, they, they were flying back. Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise, Maverick oh, and Rooster were, were were headed back to the aircraft carrier. And so Hangman hung back. Well, Hangman was he was he was on ready, uh, he was on alert, and basically once they were out of enemy territory, he was allowed to launch. They 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 briefly glossed over that mm. before the mission. I missed it. Yes, and uh, Hangman comes in, saves Maverick's ass. They are headed back. And here is where this, I, I lost it again because Maverick, they've lost an engine. Maverick's lost a front landing gear. 
He's got to land on this aircraft carrier. And he even says, Maverick's coming in. I'm down one engine. I have no tow cable. I have no front landing gear. And I just pictured the landing from Hot Shots where Charlie Sheen is all, Topper Harley is like, oh, I lost an engine. There's another one. Oh, I lost a wing. It's okay. It's okay, Hopper. You got him. Call the ball. Topper's got the ball. And the plane just drops vertically onto the deck of the air. That's what I pictured. I pictured the Hot Shots landing oh here in Top Gun Maverick. And I'm just, I'm laugh crying into my popcorn at this point. So that was Top Gun Maverick. I loved it. How did you feel about this? I I can't say that I loved it, but it was definitely an enjoyable movie and I wouldn't hate watching it um, over and over. Like, it's not something that I'm going to be like, ugh, gross. But it's also not... I'm definitely buying this as soon as it hits digital. Oh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised about that. Oops, kick the table. Um, no, I liked it. I liked it. It was very well put together. The actors were great. Everything seemed believable as far as the technical aspect of it. That's where I come from. That's my, that's my that's wheelhouse. Your jam. That's my jam, that's guys. Your jam. Um, yeah, it was very well done, especially especially knowing that it took them forever to put it together and everything like that. It it came out really good, and the timing and the pacing of the film, and and I think that it was also received for pretty well in theaters, right? Oh, it was great. Yes, yes. Like I said, the movie has. The movie has made nine hundred thirteen million dollars, and they're not done yet. Oh yeah, yeah. We're not even. We it's still in theaters. We haven't even got into your Blu-ray and digital sales. Oh. All right. So that was Amy's alarm saying <laughs> she has a meeting with one of her teachers because she's in the master's program. Oh, don't brag. She's getting her master's. So we're gonna go ahead and end it there. She's gotta. We have to go. She has to go. So Amy, where can they find you? Oh gosh. Find me on Instagram. That's it's the Amy Janelle A M Y J A N E L L E. That's the simplest way to put it. Just I'm branded as Amy Janelle now. And of course, I am Greg Hernandez, your host. I am the Ninja Nerd Warrior. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Like I said, if you leave me a voice message on Facebook or Instagram, I will put your voice message on the show. So leave us a message, and you can tell us if you love the show, hate the show, if we suck. But if you, we'll play it. It'll be fun. Exactly. If you tell us we suck, we're going to make fun of you mercilessly. So He will. I'll just I, make dumb drunk jokes. I will. <laughs> Mostly dad jokes. If you enjoy the show, uh, recommend to your friends. Go to uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star. Leave us a review. And for God's sake, recommend the show to your friends. We are at NinjaNerdWarriorPodcast.com. So with that, I am going to say goodnight, and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye, guys.